Hey, this is Tanner Sherlock. I'm the pastor at Shadow State Chi Alpha. And this is our podcast where our mission is to make disciples who then make disciples. Be sure and subscribe so you can get our content every time we post. And I pray that this message blesses you today. God bless. All right, what is up? Um, man, this week, uh, we're taking a short pause on our sermon in Philippians, uh, sermon series in Philippians. Um, we will most likely conclude that sermon series um, next Tuesday. But today, I just kind of wanted to get on and, and um, I feel like Philippians 4 is going to be a little bit longer of a sermon. And today, since it's um, you know Halloween, everybody's got things to do, um, I wanted to get on and, and uh, share just kind of a shorter sermon. Um, kind of focusing on Halloween, focusing on this, uh, quote unquote holiday and what it represents and how as Christians, uh, what, what does it mean to us? And really, um, it's easy to see that even, even Halloween as a holiday has gotten darker and darker as time goes on. It seems like to me, um, you know, back in the day, Halloween, <laughs> though it might be creepy, wasn't intended to be creepy with some of the costumes. Um, but looking back at my pictures from growing up, um, growing up in a non, non-Christian family, um, you know, we, uh, we dressed up every year, but we, it was, it was innocent things like, uh, being a cowboy, um, being a stunt devil and, you know, all this other stuff. But it seems like today, you know, kids are wanting to be pretty dark and gruesome things at even a young age. Um, and even decorations, I was driving by this house in town and they literally have, um, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's like, uh, dead bodies, but in body bags hanging from their necks on their trees and like it's hardcore, you know, and everybody's wanting to decorate their house like super duper hardcore. And I remember back in the day, it was just pumpkins and maybe some lights. Like there was, you know, gravestones, that kind of thing, but it was always implied horror, not like real horror. And, uh, man, there's going through the decorations and I was seeing posts of, decorations of literal like zombie babies so dead babies people decorating their house with dead babies like that's dark stuff dude and so halloween as a whole just seems to be getting darker and darker so what is our response to that you know my mindset has always been that um satan doesn't get a holiday uh he doesn't get a day to just run free and so my mind with that is then in return, I'm going to participate, not necessarily celebrate Halloween and, you know, dress up in fun things and have fun activities and, you know, do, do fun things that aren't glorifying Satan and aren't glorifying evil. Um, and because of that, you know, I guess I've seen some feedback and some um, harsh uh, criticism from fellow Christians about my desire to participate um, in the holiday time with things that aren't negative. You know, I want to have a positive op- opportunity. So, like for my students, I would rather they come to my house and play board games for Halloween rather than go to a party. So we provide an opportunity for them to come over and play board games. So there's a positive way. So Satan doesn't win. And so 
um, kind of getting into it today, you know, as Christians, it, it talks about that we are supposed to do things um, in, in a way where we shine the light in the darkness. And I think for Halloween, we can literally be a light in the darkness as we promote positivity and we promote um, Christ uh, ultimately in a negative day, in a day that's designed to glorify evil and dead, we can still participate without glorifying. We can participate without giving Satan a day. We can participate without giving evil um, the time. And so as we participate, we participate in lightness. So my son, you know, for Halloween, he's going as Flynn Rider from Tangled. It's a very positive um, outfit. Um, dressing up, I don't think is inherently evil as long as it's not dark. And so our rule is, um, can participate as long as it's positive, as long as it's not dark, as long as it's not evil. And so, um, Philippians two fourteen through 15 says, do all things without grumbling or disputing. And then it goes on to say, shine as lights in the world. And so we need to be that positive. We need to be the joyful attitude. And on a day that does glorify evil, on a day that um, a lot of people claim is is Satan's day, um, how much better would it be for us rather than hiding away in our house and being like, oh no, Satan, he's so everywhere. And I'd be like, bro, I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> like, I'm going to be positivity. I'm going to be the light tonight. I'm going to shine as bright as I can because in that darkness in that dark dark darkness that is halloween my light shines even brighter today and so uh the next thing as christians i think we got to do is in second timothy 1 7 it says for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control so we can conquer that fear especially on days like halloween we can conquer that fear and, and continue to shine the light and to continue to share positively and love those around us um, you know, we can, we can do it in a way that's positive and, and positive doesn't have to be cringe. You know, sometimes I think Christians are like, well, in order to be positive, I need to hand out toothpaste and Bible tracks for trick or treaters. Like that's, it's weird, you know, <laughs> like, um, instead hand out big, huge candy bars instead, um, you know, hand out caramel apples. Uh, we had a dude on our block growing up. Uh, it was always so popular, such a popular house, but we would always, they would always give out like legit caramel apples every year for Halloween. And, uh, it was so cool. Cause we would always go over first thing right off the bat, run over and grab our caramel apple. And, um, man, I just remember how <laughs> excited I was as a kid and that helped actually build relationship with that family. Weird things like that. Like, um, just seeing how they went above and beyond to bless the neighborhood, um, at that young of an age. Um, it, it just kind of is cool. And so go above and beyond, be the house that everybody wants to come to. Um, like do it, be, be the blessing on today. And if the kids know you as the house that hands out caramel apples or the king size candy bars on Halloween uh, or the home baked cookies, whatever it is, the, the goodie bag on Halloween, how much more so will they view you as the house that's positive when other things come up, you know?
be the blessing in your neighborhood. And that's a, that's not everybody needs to do that, but maybe this is hitting a chord with somebody. Um, Matthew five, six says, let your light shine before others. What better way? What better day to let our light shine? Um, and then the last thing is, I guess, to be very careful if, if some people, um, you know, I, I had experience diving into, um, Wiccan beliefs and pretty dark demonic beliefs. And at one point, you know, even was willing to sell my soul for success in this life. Like I, I went down that path. And so I understand that some people, something like Halloween triggers some rough times or some bad memories, or they're more likely to give into the negative aspects of the holiday. They're more likely to, um, succumb to the negative parts of Halloween. If that's you don't participate, you're okay. I'm not trying to condemn people who don't want to participate or feel a conviction from God not to participate. Because ultimately, if, if you're feeling a conviction from God to not participate in something, then you need to not participate in that thing. And so if you're feeling a deep conviction to not participate in Halloween, then by all means, you should not participate in Halloween, period. But if you are going to participate, but you know your tendencies are to lean into the darkness, then maybe you should step back for a couple of years and not participate as well. Um, for me, I had to not participate in Halloween for a few years after I became a Christian and it wasn't in a, uh, judgmental way, but in a, you know, for me, it's probably best if I don't really do anything for Halloween. I'm just going to hang out in my room, watch TV. And for me, that's what I needed. And now I'm at the place where I can hand out candy. You know, I can, um, be excited for cute costumes. Um, I can have students over and have a fun night playing games without feeling like I'm um, honoring something I shouldn't be honoring. So say all that to say, follow your convictions on, on a day like today. Because um, the last thing is John three nineteen through 21 basically says people love the darkness rather than the light. And the thing about today and I and going, kind of going full circle back to what we were talking about at the beginning is that, um, you know, this world uh, loves darkness and it seems to be getting darker and darker. And really, ultimately, I think a lot of what it is um, in darkness is convenient. Darkness is attention grabbing. I think by the, the, the society we live in here in America, at least, it's very clear that People do a lot of things for attention one way or another. And I'll let, I'll leave the implication there. People do a lot of weird things for attention. And ultimately what it comes down to is that people want to feel accepted. People want to feel welcomed. People want to feel loved. And so we need to do a, what we can, everything we need to bend over backwards. We need to, to, to give our all to help people feel loved, help people feel welcome. But helping them feel loved and helping them feel welcomed isn't by entertaining darkness. It isn't by glorifying darkness. It isn't by glorifying evil. Um, it's not by glorifying their actions or their, their habits or their decisions. That's not how we love people. 
And that's not how we welcome people, but I can love someone and welcome them and not agree with their lifestyle decisions, but we don't need to talk about their lifestyle decisions. We don't need to talk about their, you know, the way they dress up for Halloween is straight up honoring Satan. Um, I don't need to have that conversation with them, especially not today. That can, that can be a conversation on down the road, but today I can love them. I can show them that I love them. I can show them that they are welcome, that they are heard. And I can do those things without glorifying evil. But I also have to be careful that I'm not glorifying evil in different ways because evil isn't always shining um, a light on or not shining light. Um, glorifying evil isn't always um, promoting Halloween. Sometimes glorifying evil is toxic theology, is eisegesis, where we're taking scripture and using it to our own benefit. I mean, that's, that's literally playbook 101 to what Satan did to Jesus, was he took scripture out of context. And scripture out of context, then, if that's Satan's tactic, then that's evil. And there's a lot of so-called Christians who take scripture and use it to their own benefit. And that's evil. That's pure evil. That is succumbing to darkness. And the thing that sucks the most about it is that it's succumbing to darkness while giving off the appearance of light. So you're trying to put forward that you're this super hyper religious person while at the same time using scripture out of context for your own convenience. That's pure evil. That is that is straight demonic at that point. And you're going to hurt a lot of people doing it. But it's convenient because we don't have to change. When we take scripture and we warp it and we make it what we want it to be, that's basically us saying that we don't need to change. We don't want to change or fearing change, fearing growth, and just being who we want to be and making sure that scripture um, promotes us being who we want to be, making sure that scripture says what we want it to say and ignoring what it actually does say. That's evil. It's pure evil. And it's super selfish and prideful at the same time. When that goes beyond ourselves, when we stop using it to glorify ourselves and we start using it to hurt others, that's when it takes that next step into you could seriously prevent people from becoming Christian because of the way that you warp, tech, uh, warp scripture. And so um, another thing is today, I just want to warn you, be careful when you use scripture, make sure that you know the context, make sure you know the historical context, and make sure you understand what the scripture actually is saying, not just taking one verse out of context and using it to hurt people. Make sure that it's saying what you wanted to say. And then outside of that, before you go to use it, make sure that you're using it out of love and not out of an inner desire to be correct. Make sure you're quoting it based out of loving someone and not trying to force them to change. Make sure that you're quoting that scripture out of love and not out of pride and hatred and malice. Make sure that you've checked your heart and make sure it's coming from 100% love. Because if there's even a small doubt that there could be pride or anything else, you need to stop and not misquote scripture and take a step back, step back and ask yourself why you're using this scripture. But, all right. So again, today it's going to be shorter. 
nice short sweet and uh i hope you learned something and if you didn't maybe you'll learn something next week god bless guys uh let me pray lord thank you for today thank you for this opportunity to get on and share this short podcast on a day that is still your day god a day that is still belongs to you jesus and so i pray that you would help us to honor you today help us to glorify you today jesus um, and help us to love you better today it is in your name we pray jesus amen god bless guys